0: God's word for us today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 24 through 30, the parable of the weeds. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. As a preacher, Jesus used stories called parables so that every day men, women, and children could understand what the kingdom of God was like. You didn't have to be a scholar to understand, but back then and today, you need to be a seeker to understand. Maybe not a scholar, but a seeker. There are over 30 different parables in the New Testament, and they make up about one-third of Jesus' teaching as recorded in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Today we encounter the parable of the weeds, or the parable of the, the wheat and the weeds. It goes by some different names over the ages. So we hear some different things. We hear of good seed being sown. Then we hear about an enemy sowing weeds. We hear of letting the weeds and the wheat coexist together until the harvest. When they will be finally separated. Now in the parables, sometimes Jesus just speaks them, just, just puts them out there, lets them stand at face value without any explanation. And yeah, the truth is sometimes those parables, we wonder, okay, what does he really mean here? That's why we need to be seekers. But there are other times in the parables where right after he he, explain, he speaks it, he gives the interpretation. Yet at other times, someone actually comes to Jesus afterward, you know, after he's given the parable. They come to him and they ask him for help. They ask him to explain the parable. And that's what happens in the parable that we have before us today. One of the kingdom principles that we learn in Scripture, Jesus tells us, is ask and you shall receive. Receive. Another, what he tells us, is seek and you shall find. That's a great lesson for us in this hour of human history. When there is so much that we do not know or understand, we must ask of God in order to receive. We must must seek God in order to find. So, we already read Matthew 13, verses 24 through 30. Like I said, someone came and asked him, What does this parable mean? Help us out, Jesus. And he gives us the explanation. And so now we turn. We're going really further down the chapter 13. We're going to go to 36 through 43. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. They're doing the right thing. They don't understand. They're asking Jesus. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. Referring to himself. The field is the world. And the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of The evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age. And the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out His angels and they will weed out of His kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of God of their father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. We learn that God has a plan. And part of that plan... Is to let good and evil coexist until the end, but to then make things right once for all. Remember early on, how the servants came to the landowner. They're wondering why the weeds were sprouting up? Didn't you sow good seed? They asked. The question emanating from this parable speaks to our questioning when we experience the weeds of life. Start to kind of question God. I thought you were in control. God, I thought you were good. Then why is this happening? Why do we see what we see and have what we have here in the world? The question back then, people still question today. The weeds, which are our own gardens, right, or sidewalks where they're sprouting up, we want them gone, right? We want them gone. But they will be with us for a time, for a time. And Jesus cites, after they question, why the weeds? Why are you letting this all happen? This coexisting of good and evil. Coronavirus, whatever, all these things. Why are you letting this happen? Jesus cites that the weeds were planted by the enemy. That the devil... Is really the perpetrator of evil. And that God is not to blame. God is not to blame. There is one who perpetrates evil in the spiritual realm. Jesus talks about Satan time and time again we see seen the very beginning of Genesis, the beginning of the Bible, that temptation is there. But the reality is, we can't put the full blame upon the devil for all that is wrong in this world. Because people, as we know from the very beginning, have participated in evil. He may have perpetuated evil, but we have participated in evil. We may be tempted by the devil, yes. But then we make the choice whether or not we will give in to that temptation. There's really no room for the devil made me do it. That's an easy way to say, okay, and not own up to what we've done. The devil made me do it. No. We are all accountable for whatever sin and evil that we are complicit with. And in the end, see, the angels will come forth... As verse 41 says today, And they will weed out everything that causes sin and all who do evil. Those in the world that will suffer eternal punishment are those who, yes, sinned against God. And who did not receive the Savior. But not only those who sinned, the scripture says here but those who caused sin in the lives of others in the world, who caused sin, that's going an extra step. And it says, and all who do evil. So God is showing us that in... That sense, there is full accountability. There's no innocence there. And so that judgment is righteous in the end, that appointed time. But as we'll share a little bit later on here, up until that end, God's mercy and grace are being revealed into the world to look to Jesus to have hope and forgiveness and eternal life Now the weed in the parable is known as the darnel or the bearded darnel we have that's up on the right there up on the screen So in the early stages it looks exactly like wheat and it has a root system that gets intertwined with the wheat. That's why God said no to the angelic servants when they asked that they should start pulling up the weeds. Saying, Those angels might not have recognized the difference and just start pulling said, it's not time. He it says, it's not time yet. Along the way, the, at the, when it comes to the harvest, you can see the difference. I read that as the wheat then turns brown, the, the weeds stay green. And you can begin to see those differences in the end, not always in the beginning. This means from the outside, it can be hard to tell who is and isn't a true believer in the world. It can be hard for us to tell. We just just look around. See, some people can look the part on the outside, but, but they have never embraced Christ with an authentic faith. And there are others who are Christians, but they maybe have an immature faith. Or they may have faith, but it's, it's, it's struggling in the midst of crisis or struggling in the midst of habitual sin. they have trusted in Christ, and they're saved. And all who call on the name of the Lord are saved, but there's a struggle there. So sometimes from the outside, like we were talking about the cabbage here, the, how we look doesn't always, on the outside doesn't always match up with our witness of faith. This means it's hard for us to see where people are spiritually. That's why God gives us time. Time to respond to his love. To claim the free forgiveness that Jesus paid for on the cross. He gives everyone time. He's giving everyone time. The parable makes it clear that in the end, when it's time, the angels will know. It'll be clear in the end. It's not always clear now, especially in our eyes, but it'll be clear in the end who are the true crop of wheat and who are the weeds. The distinction will be made forever between the followers of Christ and the followers of the devil. There will come a time when everyone's eternal destiny will be set. Just as our lawns and our gardens need to be weeded, so does the world. The parable teaches us that a world... Wide weeding will happen at the appointed time. Until then, here's the good news. Until then, there is a chance to change. Every day is a day of salvation the scripture tells us every day i believe everyone has a chance to turn to god to call on the name of jesus the gospel of jesus in this world says that sinners don't have to stay that way. They don't have to stay away from God. They can come near. They can be transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. They can be saved and brought into the barn of the heavenly farmer. Brought in to the forever family. In 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. All things are possible with God. Hear this. He can change Weeds into wheat. In the world, we can't do this. A weed is a weed. Wheat is wheat. But in God's kingdom and his work in the world, he can change weeds into wheat. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go forth as ambassadors today and Always to be ambassadors for God's kingdom, sharing the good news of Jesus, telling where there is good news. We're going to share that good news one life at a time. Let's pray. Lord, we look forward to the time when you will return. When all things will be made right. Living in your resurrection power upon a resurrected world. Sin and evil gone. Peace and joy forevermore. Lord, we want to be your wheat and not the weeds. Lord, today, if we've never done so in the past, we want today to be the day when we say, Yes, Jesus, I'm calling upon your name for my salvation, forgiveness, and eternal life come through you. That we would know we have assurance because of what you've already done upon the cross. You've paid for all our sins. And We give you praise for that. And now help us to have a ministry in this world so that others around us that don't know you, for whatever reason we would help them to know you. Just one step at a time, closer to you Jesus. That our lives would reflect you and your ways, and we would let them know change is possible. Transformation comes. Weeds can turn into wheat. Darkness turns into light. Lord, all this is possible through you. We thank you, Jesus, and it's in your name we pray. Amen.